The world is changing. They say that Earth is in the middle of its sixth mass extinction, that global corporations have corrupted us, and that the human race has lost sight of what nature intended. Many people learn to survive, but surviving isn't winning. Our scars remind us of our past. We can't escape it, but we can harness it. We have no idea what lies inside of us until we are pushed beyond our limits. My name is Keelan Harrington, founder and host of Going the Ultra Mile, and I see motivation and hope everywhere. Each week, I interview people who've made a major contribution to the world. Uncommon people thinking in uncommon ways. People who share their vulnerability, prevail over their fears, and make you challenge your beliefs. Look at your accountability mirror and inspire you to change. Where, uh, this is going to the Ultra Mile. I'm Keelan Harrington, and my guest today is Winko Chow, as uh, I call you in abbreviation. Uh, so just before we came on here with the recording, we were doing a bit of talking already, and I was just saying how I'm traveling around, and very kindly, you're actually doing the recording for me, which is fantastic. Thank so you so much. I get to just do this from the phone so i have a little bit of less admin work to do and we uh we knew if we didn't go and do this now it'll be postponed again and again and again so i just said to hell with it i'll pull in here on the side of the road and we'll just get it done and uh that, yeah so here we are um what were we saying just before we came on to record yeah just that you'd seen that the content had changed pace a little bit with the wilderness yeah, yeah and yeah. just for just for people listening uh, what I was saying is that, you know, say when you and I connected, we were on a journey of, uh, I guess it'd be fair to say, pivoting how life and that path was up until that point and learning new skills to go in a new direction. And for me, I think I spent so long, um, how would I phrase this? Going in the opposite direction of everything because I thought in my mind, because I was trying to build this uh, new thing, this new business, this new company, you know, I went in the opposite direction of everything for quite a long time to try and form new habits, new relationships, uh, new contacts to get to that new level. And then I achieved what I set out to achieve back at Christmas time. And I, I put my metaphorical flag in the sand and it allowed me to kind of take a little bit of a, a step back then to reevaluate things based on new information. And I was able to go to myself, okay, well, look, not everything from the past was stuff that resulted in negative outcomes or not everything associated with the past was bad. And going back camping, rock climbing, hiking, levels of training to different degrees not competitively anymore but none of those things are bad in moderation and that's part of what made me who I am as well so I've kind of gone back to well I was always doing those things to some degree behind the scenes regardless but mm -hmm. I'm incorporating it in the content delivery because when I'm getting people that message um you know I resonated with that or how did you do that I felt it was important to start showing all the elements, well, not all of them, but some more of the elements of what else going the ultra mile is about and what I do that leads to the mindset of then, uh, you know, the business aspect. So that's kind of why I said, okay, you know, let's, let's bring in different strands of different content. And I guess that leads 
very quickly into the, the kind of the question I wanted to ask you. I mean, just before we go further, will you give people a quick context to your career and your retirement? Oh, yeah. So, well, uh, I, I start from the last word that, I, that you used. I, I really is uh, technically I'm a retired officer, but uh, I hate to use that. And I, I love to use a veteran instead of retired. So, yes, my name is Wing Commander Satyendra Chauhan, and I am an air veteran from the Indian Air Force. I was in the operations. I was a fighter controller, uh, started from, you know, a lot of things and then uh, ended up uh, being a chief admin officer of a base when I hung my uniform and uh, got into this beautiful world of uh, coaching. And uh, mm. uh, in terms of coaching, I did my certifications from uh, ICF and there's an institute in the US. And I did three certifications. I spent quite some time reading up and uh, kind of gearing up with my basic qualifications being MBA in marketing and HR. So, and now I have about 500 uh, plus hours of uh, coaching, individual coaching, group coaching, and some bit of corporate coaching that I have under my belt. So, and I do specialize in the resident lifestyle and I call myself a resident lifestyle strategy coach now. Although there are a lot of other aspects which are, you know, kind of intermingled. And uh, when you talk of resilience, it uh, per se is not really aloof of the other aspects which are in your life or the domain that you're living in. So it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, put to, all, all put together. Um, it's, it's, it would be a kind of, you know, a completeness uh, or the fulfillment that I am coaching people to get into in terms of life or their lifestyle that they're living. Mm-hmm. Well, that sets the context. And this is the question that I kind of wanted to ask you. And it Uh follows off the back of your observation of my content. Um, What are your thoughts around? Well, let me put it a different way. This is what I've observed. Mm -hmm. You know the term identity politics? Well, I, I find that there's a lot of people and what they do ends up becoming the identity of who they are. Um, and I noticed that difference a lot. Say you go to Africa and you say, who are you? You might get a very uh, spiritual type of an answer. You know, I am a child of the earth or the universe or God. And, and my, my, my purpose is to lead a, uh, how was it phrased, uh, a pleasant life. Whereas you ask people perhaps more in the Western world, who are you? I'm a, I'm, I, I'm an officer, I'm an accountant, I'm a carpenter, I'm a dancer. What they do becomes their identity. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but something that I've noticed, and I've had this myself to some degree, is when we leave one career behind, or this thing that we do, we get a, an almost a sense of identity loss for a while. And I can remember the first time that that became pointed out to me, as you I think you know this, I did competitive strongman for a long time. And mm-hmm. I competed in Ireland's strongest man for many years. And there was this period of time where among a group of people, you know, I was known as the strong guy. And then 
I, I can't remember who said it to me, but it, the sentence that was put to me, uh, actually, I do remember it now. The sentence that was put to me is, take away your bench press and what have you got left? And the way they put it was, fuck all, really. You know, don't let that become your identity. And that was an eye-opener for me. So you've kind of gone from this very unidimensional career of the military to this other dimension that, yes, there's a transfer of leadership skills, team building, problem solving, but it's a very different um, area of work in a lot of other ways. And I know that there's a lot of people and that idea of identifying to something becomes who they are. How did you make that transition without, yeah, like a loss of identity? All right. So, so if I have gotten it right, uh, you know, uh, you cannot, you cannot escape by, you know, uh, you cannot be like, you know, in the spiritual world. The answer, if you ask me also spiritually, what am I? I, I, I am a soul. I'm a being, I'm part of this, you know, this whole universal energy, uh, which has been created. I don't want to call it God. I don't want to call it X, Y, Z. And uh, with my limited knowledge that I have. So, so I would always say that yet be uh, what, you know, I understand being a realist uh, is that, yes, uh, I am Wing Commander Satyendra Chauhan. So that is, that is a part of my identity. Yet the wholesome identity is, you know, not what is appearing here, is beneath this. So I'll, if I have to put it, I would say it is, you know, a percentage. I necessarily don't want to attach a number to it. Yet a percentage of my identity is certainly what is appearing, you know, you, you would say physically or uh, in the conscious world. Yet there is that subconscious, which uh, comprises of uh, one's, you know, intrinsic values, the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, and putting all those together, which what forms your personality. Like, uh, if I, I may take a little longer here, this reminds me of uh, what uh, is a part of my curriculum is personality cycle. I call it personality cycle. How does it start off? It starts with some uh, sort of information which is available there, you know, it which is put out in the world in terms of various people. It could be your family, friends, you know, near and dear ones. You are born into this world with certain genetic abilities that you come here, and then you imbibe those values slowly, subtly. You know, some are consciously, and most of it is subconsciously that you imbibe those values and those other things that are there. And then they start forming, you know, they kind of take you towards a direction of thinking or the way of thinking, the way of speaking, the way of conducting yourself. You know, so, so your thoughts are related to your actions, your actions, like you said, you know, developing new habits. So your actions are, what is, what is habit? Habit is, to me, is, uh, you know, a way of living or certain action done regularly and then mm -hmm. it uh, kind of forms a part of your subconscious that you would want to you know use your left hand or you would want to use your right hand if you practice i'm sure you would be able to change your habits and you know it better than anybody else you know uh, being there so so and then this action 
kind of uh, you know a regular habit uh, makes your behavior uh, your you know total conduct it is uh, to do with your stance to do with your attitude to do with how you respond to certain things to do with whatever that you put out in this you know in this uh, world conscious and subconscious world so so when all this happens then there is a there's a there's some sort of you know makeup that you have and yes uh, i would love to use the word mindset here you know certainly mm-hmm. certain beliefs uh, which are accepted by the people are transferred to you and either you conform to them or you want to kind of try them out and form new beliefs and change your mindset for certain things yet deep down inside quite a bit of you remains of what as what is that sum total of uh, if i would say i am uh, instead of attaching the word you know that i to uh, to certain egos or certain things it is it is deep inside what i am and what i can and what i do how i present myself how i you know conduct in this world so that is uh, to me you know is uh, is the wholesome of one's identity it necessarily is not what i am and the, my experience says like i am born and brought up i am born in an air force family my dad was also an air force officer my brother the army officer so uh, i should be a typical typical you know uh, a defense guy who's uh, kind of you know eaten bread and breathe defense in his blood yet uh, i decided that i wanted to try out new things and there was probably something inside me which i say is subconscious which took me on this journey of finding myself and kind of developing those concepts which i wanted to so uh, that is all you know i would like to kind of put uh, as part of my identity mm mm-hmm. um i'm aware you've got a hard stop so i just want to ask one other thing which is what 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 do you say what you're saying makes perfect sense if you've done this process retrospectively however sometimes i think for people you don't even know that those questions are there to be asked in the first place some people perhaps aren't aware that they need to separate the i am from who they are and that there is that separation mm-hmm. um and and i think for a lot of people and it's not a criticism i i mean it's different strokes for different folks but i know most certainly for me if you go back 10 years there was probably no talking to me about certain elements of this conversation whereas i've had experience now and a level of maturity and a different way of looking through things and uh, having had a appreciation for also listening to those whose opinions i value and mixing that all together and i think okay if i was to go back to my 20 year old self and try and have the conversation to differentiate ego and identity and that i am it's very hard to do um because you know going back to the example you take away the bench press well, what have you left the answer for a while i think this is the scary part it could be nothing because you've been so unidimensional in that area for so long 
and I think it becomes, and, and I don't know if tell me if I've got this right or wrong. I think it becomes, I think what stops that question from being explored and what stops the progress into the new chapters is the unknown. You don't want to think beyond the Air Force career sometimes. You don't want to think what, when I can't be a strongman or a blacksmith or a soldier or whatever, because that's the unknown. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm being biblical here, but I like the story. If you think about Moses, you know, and, and, and he took everybody and they left what was their known hell. But where did they end up? They ended up in the bloody desert. Well, that's awful. What happens when you leave what you know? You step into the dead. It's the unknown. It, it could be worse for a while, you know. And that's where they say that the devil you know is better than the one you don't know. And people maybe stay there sometimes because of that fear. And then, of course, we know the end of that story is uh, when the snakes were biting them, you know, and, and, and Moses went to, to get it sorted. You know, God didn't mm -hmm. click his fingers and say, hey, yeah, it's all fixed. He said, no, uh, you know, carve an image of the snake and put it on a staff and make the snakes face themselves. And the, the psychology behind that is face what you fear and it will go away. Now, I just like that story anecdotally and psychologically. But uh, why I bring it up is I think often we're afraid of going into the desert, into that, the hell that we live metaphorically, you know, the the, the, the thing of which we know we must change. It's like relationships, business or personal. You know, everybody can relate to knowing that you, you look at yourself sometimes and you say, shit, I, I really need to change this. You know, maybe not leave it, but change it. I know in myself, I need to create a change here. But it's the fear of, well, what does this change mean? Who am I going to obsess? How are people going to perceive this? Um, if I make those changes, the people that now support me, will they still support me? Or will they not like you know, because if you're identified to something, if you leave the Air Force because you say, well, I feel there's new things I want to do and my life is not plateaued here. Someone acting out of their ego might go, well, what are you saying? That I've plateaued? That I'm not good enough? You know, all these crazy things can happen. And I think it's that fear keeps us from, yeah, going to new chapters. I think, uh, speaking for myself anyway, I think there can be an awful tragedy that sometimes we end up only living a chapter of our lives instead of an entire book and using the chapters to build our story and get to a nice final ending whatever that might be so so uh, you know my take on life is uh, i mean i want to keep it very simple and when i say keep it simple is uh, i did this because this was a very conscious very aware choice that i made it was not that I wasn't, you know, okay in that identity or I wanted to kind of try out a new identity. No, I wanted to only, like you said, I wanted to tread into something which is unknown. And uh, this was purposefully uh, uh, because I had a, you know, inclination towards it. And I felt that uh, that would certainly add to my identity. So if one really needs to kind of work, like, like uh, I mean, in your case, uh, you, you are preaching people to, or not really preaching uh, in the preaching sense, yet you're trying to, you know, tell people to conquer the unknown and they have it in them. So that mindset 
the, that breaking from the shackles of your old beliefs or the you know conventional or the conforming ideas will uh, will is a conscious choice and that is up to oneself if you are happy doing what you know and you come here uh, somebody was asking what exactly life is you know slightly on a philosophical note uh, i said you come here you do your bit and you go away that's it you know you may try to say that you achieved this you did that you did you know this nothing nothing matters you just come here play your role while you are here it could be as a kid it could be as a adolescent it could be as a teenager and then you grow up and do whatever you know uh, you go through the cycle of probably procreation get married don't get married procreate don't procreate and then look after your children do the similar thing and you go away that is the whole cycle actually the end or sum is only that so if you are happy in your identity absolutely good as long as your identity is not kind of encumbrance or a baggage for somebody else you know if i let my identity bother you you know in some which way whether it is my house you know my family members my friends my uh, place where i'm living so it is for me i mean uh, i would love to you know understand much more than the values that were given to me Uh, like i said in that cycle of personality cycle and mm-hmm. you know in form of energies or in form of what uh, yet i want to when i go back or i go and merge with the i call it universal soul or the mm-hmm. part of that energy or the creator if i am the god's child so i go and merge i would want to give back some more energy or add on to what i came in as you know mm-hmm. so uh, for me that is a process that is the transformation that i am looking at within myself and while doing that yes if i can share it with people uh, what is my learning and if they do believe in uh, okay it makes sense might as well follow otherwise uh, as long as your identity doesn't bother me and i don't get sleepless nights i am able to sleep in peace live in peace and laugh in peace <laughs> I, i really i mean i have no qualms with anyone no qualms with life nothing at all i think that's also an important thing you just said there is the idea of live and let live mm-hmm. um and, and the thing that people well again just to speak for myself have to realize it's if something bothers you as much as you might hate to admit it it's not the thing that's bothering you it's the thing that it's reflecting in yourself going back true, to what true. you said about as long as an identity doesn't bother me you know mm. when there are things that bother us about people it might be hard to admit this to ourselves but it, it is always because it's a reflection of what we know we could and should be doing better um because if we are truly happy and i can i can say this now when i compare the last 3 years of my life with the previous 3 years it's funny I feel like I've gone through certain challenges and tests as a way to um make me have to really live out how, how much of these changes can I put into place. I I theoretically came to understand a lot of these things, but then for 3 years it's like the universe decided to go, "Okay, and uh, let's test this lesson and now let's test that one. And let's see can you really do this differently?" and so on. And when I look at how different things occur now, 
compared with the that before that self-reflective time, it's made me realize, God damn. Yeah, I remember. I remember saying to that person eight years ago, this, 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 and this. And I look back now and go, ah, oh, what an asshole I was. <laughs> you know, that was not coming from the right place. Um, and that's hard to do. I think that's hard to do for people. But um, that's a good thing to to maybe leave it as. You know, if you can live and let live. If your identity doesn't bother my identity. Figuring out that identity, it will transform and take different forms throughout different times of our lives, but to allow that to take place. And I think another thing, just to kind of say, and we might finish on this, is I don't think it's a bad thing to change your mind based on new information observed to make pivots and changes. You get some people and they say, oh my God. You know, she decided to leave her husband and, you know, that that wasn't for her. Or he decided to leave his job and look, they're selling the house or he's going to be not getting his pension. And it's like, you know what? Who cares? You know, if, if they've come to a stage where they've decided that based on new information and evidence observed, they got to pivot and make a change, that actually shows an individual and a thinker and a, a free mind capable of you know, not staying locked into the dominant thinking of culture, family, and friends. Absolutely. And, you know, actually you've uh, very subtly without realizing and without making any conscious effort, uh, you've used the word free mind. So this is what I I believe. You know, you you Mm -hmm. are, uh, why did I make this change? I would have been happy, you know, living a certain lifestyle, a controlled lifestyle, Discipline, like I have a lot of questions which people ask, oh, what do you suggest? Should you live a disciplined lifestyle? I said, you live a lifestyle which makes you, which is in, you know, kind of consonance with what you want to do. You may want to get up at four o'clock, might as well get up at four o'clock. You don't want to get up at, you get up at eight, as long as it's not bothering you, your physical composure, your physical constituent is balanced and you're not affecting you know, you're rising at 10 o'clock and people waiting for you in the house to, you know, do their chores or probably some are dependent on it, then it's not right. So, so it, it, it's all, so I believe in that freedom. I'm born free. I say that we're all born free. Um, you look at, you know, I have a take on the pets. Yeah, I've been nothing against anybody, I said. Yet, uh, people love to keep pets. Do they ever ask them, would they, would the pets want to be there? So, I mean, that's what my life is. I And you've said it. It is for the individual to make the choice. And in making that choice, he or she or X is or it is growing, you know, going somewhere which where, where others haven't been. So it is kind of challenging your own beliefs, existing beliefs, which takes time, challenging, changing your habits. Oh, my God, that is so, so very difficult. I mean, uh, ask mm. people, ask most of the people and why you and I are sitting here is probably to help people understand that, yes, they can change habits. First of all, uh, to come to terms to think about changing certain things is a big shocker for most of the people. So yes, this this is a free world. We're all born free. And uh, there is no harm in uh, prophesying and making people aware that you are born free and might as well live free and uh, die free without uh, causing any disturbance and like I say, uh, impediments in somebody else's life or without really kind of standing up and, you know, taking up arms against society. Yes, be the, be part of that 
and do your own bit and live peacefully live happy live completely like i'll just give you without naming an individual i'll give you an example i met a uh, yeah. i was traveling in the northeast i met a army officer retired now so called retired i mean uh, he's also yeah. hung his uniform prematured and uh, he's about 45 was married and uh, you know had family so maybe things didn't work out and now he's met somebody and he used this word he said uh, i feel so complete now so uh, ask him i mean and he's again you know uh, second or third generation officer so for him the life was uh, much happier uh, from someone else's perspective he was much happier otherwise now he's a wanderer mm-hmm. he is you know uh, living in the wilderness uh, living out of not exactly suitcase from a backpack you know traveling living in tree states working here or eating here i mean and living out of uh, two pairs of dungarees and uh, linen shirt or you know those boots he's happy doing that and trying out yeah. new things and you, using the word what exactly is required completeness i mean as long yeah. as you can go to sleep peacefully without others sleep being disturbed you happy that is what we are meant to be free mind free souls and uh, free identity <laughs> yeah yeah i like that and i like the idea that he's uh, that he's living that way that's a little bit how my life has gone yeah as well and uh, so yeah i resonate with that um yeah i believe you got to go do you yes 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 uh, yeah. but the, i'm seriously thinking now actually uh, i i have to hit my gym and i had to actually probably travel a bit so i think i'm oh. going to give it a miss now <laughs> uh, oh free okay. miles well, <laughs> so so if you have a couple you. of more yeah, yeah. if you have a couple of questions we can certainly go ahead and otherwise well, yes. well what i was just going to what i was just going to say on that is um i you see the um, how, how do i want to put this the you used how did you phrase it a second ago you said a sentence along the line of um um i can't remember how you phrased it but not basically you know not being rigid in certain beliefs and being adaptable to change things around and you know without going into specifics over the last couple of years especially there have been a lot of different um ideological thoughts on a variety of things right uh, and i just want to leave it at that cuz i don't like going into things uh medically or politically uh, i leave that for everybody else's top process but something else and, and this ties into where we're talking about cha- reevaluating things as you go along um you know just to be clear if if there's anybody in a position of um decision making that affects other people like what you said if things don't affect me and i don't affect yeah. you live and let live but sometimes there are people in decision making um positions that find themselves that their decisions do affect other people and you can have that as an officer you know you you make a decision and it affects down through the ranks now let me get this clear before i go further obviously if you do something intentionally illegal immoral unethical yeah look that's mm-hmm. not good but 
you know, sometimes we find ourselves in life, whether it's in personal circumstances, relationships, your children, things you do or don't tell them, or whether it's from the position of an officer in the Air Force, you know, where it maybe doesn't serve you well to metaphorically or literally or metaphorically die on your principle of a, of a, of a belief. Um, because I'm not saying don't have beliefs, but this was something I had to take on board for myself, right? You know, say when you were an officer, if you were being asked to do something that was ter- that was not a good idea, it was menial and perhaps just wasn't a good idea. If you turn around to your boss and said, I'm not doing it, they just turn around and go, okay, you're fired or you do the other thing. And they'll just find someone else to fill the position and do it. Whereas what can seem like compromising principles, and it, what I mean by not dying on the sword of your principle, if you kind of do, uh, your boss asks you to do something and it's like, okay, fine. And you do that seven or eight times. Then when they came and they asked you to do something that maybe put people in danger, you and then you turn around and say, hey, boss, I'm not sure about this. Well, because it made no difference, difference to you to your identity you did those seven or eight other things when it then comes to you saying something they're going to think okay well you know Sadandra, he did the last seven or eight nine things i asked him no problems and now he's saying something i'm going to listen and value it because he's saying it now he didn't just you know for the sake of sticking with your principle saying no that's stupid the other seven or eight times you know and then so you've built a relationship and you've kept yourself in a position of influence that you can then exercise your opinion from a tactfully clever place to do what's best for your troops or the people you're responsible for. And I use that example relating to your career, but, you know, even even socially, I think that's a good thing to, to know. And it's the thing I learned to do. You think sometimes if you compromise your belief, your principle, why should I let people get away with saying that it's wrong, but it doesn't serve you well to create commotion out of everything that's not a right in the world do you know there's a time and a place and Mm -hmm. uh, i was told this this is a this was a good example as well to remember um oscar schindler from the movie schindler's list Mm -hmm. do you know like in the in the with everything that went on there and the nazis and it was a terrible thing and i don't know if you've read uh Mm -hmm. watched the movie or read books but yeah you know, and he felt terribly guilty as well. But, you know, the way it was put to me was, imagine if, you know, he didn't believe in this and he thought it was quite wrong. But, you know, if he just turned around on his principle and went, what you're doing is terrible, they'd go, oh, okay, you think you're terrible? I'm just going to shoot and kill you and move on, you know? Whereas he, uh, you know, forged relationships with the other officers and bought them things and, and, and bribed them essentially. And, you know, moved his camp and did favors and did his best to, in a very tough situation, uh, and two wrongs don't make a right. I'm sure he had to weigh up his participation with the result that he was getting. But I'm just bringing that up as an example how, you know, standing up on your moral sword there wasn't going to wasn't going to do anything for him you know instead he was able to maneuver it from a bit more of a tactful background to to kind of sway things a little bit towards what he believed and get the outcome he believed was better 
Um, and I just think that's that's just worth realizing in life, whether it's identities, whether it's a belief system, a God, a religion, a, 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 a political standpoint, a medical standpoint, things have their time and place. And that's not the same thing as giving up, losing faith or betraying your own principles. But, you know, uh, you got to be smart. It's like playing the long game. You know, sometimes, you know, Sun Tzu in the art of war, lose a battle, think of the war. Yeah. So, so I, uh, you know, I would like to go back to the basics. Uh, what does, what constitutes your identity? It is your mindset, your mindset coming from. Yeah, I just, uh, right, my so, phone yeah, decided to yeah, yeah, fall yeah, so out that, of the hole. So it is small little contingencies that we have to work with. You'll have to, you'll have yeah. to put it. Yeah, great. Hang yeah. No, a second. Yeah. Okay, so right. You, back again. It's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so what, what I was saying is, so your, uh, your identity is your mindset, given the belief system that you've, you know, grown up with and uh, what has been around you, which has been passed to you. So, so who decides what is right and wrong? So over the period of time, if you see, slowly the values uh, or value system is also evolving. If I may not say that, uh, use the stronger word changing, it is still certainly evolving. What was considered right yesterday may not be or totally right today. Or what was considered not right yesterday is okay today. So, you know, like uh, somewhere I was reading uh, in our um, holy books, uh, somebody was making a reference that uh, before, uh, what what is a grown-up or matured person do? Before you put somebody, you think you're going to put somebody in an awkward situation uh, for want of certain things, the other person understands and he or she gives in already. You know, like you, mm. you were looking, you're looking to tell somebody, uh, okay, you fired. You want to say that. And the other person is matured enough to understand that and say, come back and say, before you say that, says, okay, I think you're in a dilemma and things like that. And I can understand your position. I would want to give up or given or whatever, whatever is that. So I'm just saying, so, mm. so the, uh, now you have to be very specific. You have to say, say it in so many terms, you know, Oh, I did this for you or, Oh, hold on. Uh, so, so the value system is changing. It is evolving. So like you said, you know, uh, not only to win, uh, you know, a war that you may lose a battle and things like that. It is, it is okay. Uh, that's what I say. It is okay to not conform. It is okay to form a new identity, you know, with the changing times, as long as your identity is not clashing or affecting the environment. Obviously, slowly the environment is changing or if it is not, you change. I mean, you move to another environment where probably your identity is acceptable yeah. or your values are acceptable, more acceptable. So like... Uh, I, I come from uh, northern part of India. So now when I go there, I sometimes find that I am kind of misfit there. You know, yes, because, you know, I have grown. Genetically, I'm the same person. I have lived there. I have studied there. So you, you can, will not be like they say, you know, uh, you can take somebody out from whatever environment. In my case, take somebody out from the yeah. defense 
but you can't take the defense or the militariness out from him so uh, yeah yeah so i have i i am taken out from that region yet i have, you know you can't take that region out from me totally it is in my genetics yet i find that you know it is so hard sometimes to uh think like today i was speaking to somebody where he said he should have done that they should i said should is not in your control so this is what is i have understood and that is the change that i have brought in my identity that i understand that it is good that is here it is you know like i said i am i can it is not should you know it is not shall so so it is that part that you have to work on and there is no harm i mean i feel it is okay uh, people will not like it the society may not accept you all the while you may lose some friends but then the question is do you really want them i mean at my stage and age i can i can always come back and say uh, not with not you know being so proud that i have not many friends i'm okay as long as uh, yeah. i'm not harming them and whatever that i have are i feel you know kind of uh, not in conflict you know i am not in conflict with whatever that i am doing so that is that is what i think i would like to submit or that is my take uh, in terms of you know the changing identities or uh, should you be you know adding more chapters to that book of yours might yeah. as well might as well as long as this is one one life one beautiful magnificent life live it to the fullest rest i don't yeah. believe i don't want to i don't want to you know get tread uh, into other territories where i may you know may hurt or may kind of affect somebody or uh, may clash uh, with certain principles of others yet i say yeah. that it is one one lifetime i know this is one lifetime for me it is heaven is here uh, i yeah. do not know of any other heaven <laughs> that is very yeah, clear yeah. to me <laughs> so whatever that i have to do i have to do it in this lifetime and uh, whether yeah. it is making men's changing or bringing certain changes around me yet uh, the basics remain the same that i am the part of that you know universal energy which was which is neither dissipated nor increased it remains there you know so i will be i will be as long as i am not doing that i am not trying to reduce somebody else's role or curb somebody else's freedom i want to live free this is you know one life of mine granted by the creator so hmm. might as well you know uh, live might as well be called that okay um, you know his identity is kind of clashing or he is probably going through that crisis but i i don't see any any crisis there as long as i am yeah. uh, you use the word you know i'm reinventing myself there's no harm my basics remain the same basic values of goodness you know happiness completeness knowledge honesty th- those are going to survive that is what the society is also based on you know like i say there are the only things that you can't fight against is the statute or the law so mm-hmm. so laws based on goodness or things are based on goodness whatever the world runs on is on basic goodness those are the basic values which are part of my entity and rest small little things like i may make a mend here and there and continue to live my life and you know what even 
even with laws, they're constantly re-legislating and updating things and changing things over time. There might be things as well in that domain that people might not morally or ethically agree with. As a law lecturer said to me, uh, truth and justice are not necessarily correlated. You, you know, it's its own system and way of doing things. And the older you get and the more complete you feel without the need of external values, be they relationships, material things, cars, houses, the more content you become with the fact that if something comes up and it clashes with your identity or someone else's, you can share empathy and a bit of, uh, at least we not forget humanity and extend compassion and realize, you know what? Well, I don't need to get into that. It's not going to bear any value. Just like when I was an asshole at 22 and had to figure this stuff out, maybe this person needs to do the same thing and that's okay. You know what? I'll, I'll say some things if they ask and hope it creates an impact, but you know, you can bring a horse to water. You can't force it to drink Absolutely. and it has to be kept as simple as that. And, and uh, once I mean, like I and you have learned it, you know, uh while at it the hard so, way you know the hard yeah, yeah way. a hard way or whatever <laughs> so it is let let people you you may want to do that and if somebody doesn't want it and they they would want to experiment themselves and coming to law i mean as i'm thinking uh, it also evolves the basic remains there yet there are certain changes which do come in in the structure of law also you would find you know certain you know uh, acts and things being added to it and certain things being deleted over the period of time, mm-hmm. uh, some judgments being quoted, and those. So, so the basic basic of that remains the same. That the humanity, if I may use the word, has to go on, and uh, whatever that yeah. we may want to add or you know, kind of uh, omit certain things, has to be within the broader confines of that humanity. Yeah, so, yeah. So well, I, I think, think that's a good place uh, to leave us. Say again, sorry. Well, the, there was a lag in the line and I cut across you. I was, it sounded like you wanted to say something extra. I was going to say, and that sounds like a good place to leave it, but, but yeah, yeah. add what you were going to say. No, 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 I'm, I'm good. And uh, it was lovely charting up and, uh, you know, discussing uh, certain philosophy. I always love to do that. Uh, although how much, how much of it I'm able to live, I really do not know. I, I may say good, a lot of things. Yet, 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 if I'm able to do small bit, like I said, we all aim at certain thing. If you're able to achieve, you know, more than they say 60%, somebody decided to call it first division. So, so I am mm-hmm. in the first division. <laughs> if I'm able to yeah, achieve yeah, that yeah, 60%. Yeah. Tomorrow we may change. You know, uh, if you remember, I mean, when I was growing up, 75% was the distinction and uh, the maximum one could score was 75%. With exceptions of some one odd guy scoring 100% marks in mathematics. No, you know, mm. today, I don't know about uh, across the world. In India, uh, I mean, 90, 95 or 100% is the cutoff for admissions. People, wow. you know, they add up scoring more than 100% in terms of their extra points, you know, extra scores mm-hmm. in terms of curricular activities or they've been part of this group or that group. So the cutoff itself yeah, yeah. is around 99 and 100 so, so things are changing, things are evolving, and we all continue to evolve. That is what we should do. So, within, within again, you know, keeping the humanity well, in mind. Yeah, and and the inevitable thing, I guess, is that 
life is always going to change. You know, even if you sit still and do nothing, things will change around you. And I guess you just got to take that life experience and make the decision. Well, am I going to let change happen for me? And if I don't make the effort, it might not necessarily be good change. At least if I put in a bit of effort, inevitable change will be in the outcome I'm trying to best for myself, you know? Absolutely. So there is, uh, there is one, you know, uh, verse in um, our another text, which is known across the world, which is called Bhagavad Gita. So there uh, it says, you know, karmanya vadikaraste mafaleshu kadachana. That actually, the, in the literal sense, it means uh, do what you do your bit and leave the rest to, you know, follow. So, I mean, you can only, your bit is what you can and you could. And the results are not in your hand. But I have another, you know, inference from there. I I say, uh, rest assured, as long as you do, it might be right or wrong. It may give you, reap you certain benefits or results or may not. But if you don't do, rest assured, you will not achieve anything. There is no benefit, no results, no outcome. So, so we must keep, keep doing our bit. Completely agreed. Okay, ciao. Yep. I'm going to move on with my day and you're yep. going to move on with yours. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, and, certainly. Uh, I've, I've uh, you know, taken the liberty. I've texted my trainer that, okay, today um, I'm being flexible. <laughs> okay, well, I appreciate <laughs> but, that. But I would do my own exercises. So, and yeah. so, so wish, you, wish you all the, you know, luck and uh, wish you all the happiness while in whatever that you're doing and keep posting more videos from your wilderness i love those and okay, invite me I, to invite me to ireland when you when you settle down somewhere well well, <laughs> well listen no, a, co- a couple of things i was going to say first of all i do genuinely appreciate the time of the podcast and i'll tell you why right because even though you know my podcast is not like um uh, Tim Ferriss or Joe Rogan, where you got 20 million people a week. I give you an example. I was at a beach somewhere in Ireland about two weeks ago, and this young fella, 27, goes, Excuse me, do I recognize you? Have you got a podcast? And I did a random quick podcast like this with another person, and it was very promptu like this. We were trying to get it done, and it, it just wasn't happening. And I did it on the side of the road, walking near a river, just talking. And Mm. this person was on the verge of suicide, uh, fucking had health issues, a lot of things. And um, I spent the afternoon with him. I did up some different programs for him. And uh, long story short is, you know, uh, I get this message. Hey, I really appreciate Um, life is going better. I got this other job. I did this thing with the finances that you told me about. Um, and things are just going better. And and thank you because nobody's ever taken the time to invest into me like that. And it's just that came because of a random podcast. There might not be a direct correlation visible from the outside, but that's what happened as a result. And I've had that happen now more than six or seven times. So to mm-hmm. me, there's a value in doing these things. And it 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 just out of every hundred people that it doesn't do anything to or resonate with or who might not comment, there's still a couple of hundred views going on them. And, you know, you put 500 people in a room, it's a lot of people. And if one person then takes something away, the job is done as far done. as I'm concerned. You done. Know? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So I appreciate your time. No, uh, I, I, you know, I was, I was all dressed up and you know, in my tease to run out uh, uh, to the gym, and then I said, okay, let yeah. me throw in a jacket over this uh, for your respect. It shouldn't happen that you yeah. know you find you find your guest is not appropriately dressed. I hope I've been um, able to add some value to the conversation here. Yeah, no, I, I firmly believe so. And the other thing I was going to say is. I'm doing a lot of traveling. So I was going to say, you, my, I've got accommodation here. Uh, anytime you want to come over here, you let me know. All right. I'll book you into it. There's sure. no issue. And I mean that. Like, I, I actually, I, I created a new affirmations list. I, I, I adopt them every couple of weeks when new things come to mind or if I've completed certain things, you know, so I keep them refreshed. And I have you on my affirmations list that I wow. will visit Chow in india and come over or wherever you are Bangalore, pakistan or america wherever <laughs> you are at some point in time that we can meet i and, want yeah, that to happen sure genuinely. and i would love to do this wilderness you know travel with you hopefully i'm fit enough to, to kind of you know walk at the pace that you are walking yeah or <laughs> yeah, you not know, slow no, not I slow you down I don't. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't, I don't have a fast pace. So listen, whenever you want to make that happen, let sure, me sure. know, like, um, I've got, I must go back to Africa. I'm going back to the Ukraine next week. I'm doing two more weeks over in the Ukraine. I did a couple of weeks already. Oh. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to go back over next week for two weeks. And then I've got a trip to Africa again after I opened. I don't know if you noticed. I opened two schools in Africa over the last 18 months. No, no, that's the news to me. Oh, wow. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so that, that's something else that I've got going. I'll send you the link. You can have a look at sure, it on my sure. website. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Labyrinth Would love to woman do that. Yeah. And um, so I've funded, supported and built that school with her. Um, I've got water systems. I've been exploring with a guy, Sebastian Tirtaru, who's quite a well-known French-Canadian documentary filmmaker type person and we are doing this thing called the pilgrim movement where we take uh, solar panel water systems and pumps and we install them in places like in the congo with the kalahari bushmen or the sun bushmen mm. people that have never connected with white folk ever you know okay uh, so i've done a lot of that over the last two years as well so i've got two trips to one trip to africa one trip to the ukraine sometime over the next 12 to 24 weeks uh, but as soon if if you say hey I'm booking these dates I'll block my calendar and um, if you don't come here in the meantime I might be over there. Oh, most welcome, most welcome. <laughs> okay, we shall do that. Okay. And it would be lovely yeah. to uh, see uh, find some time maybe and you know uh, maybe travel with you to Africa and all those places. Let's see that. Yeah. That that sounds like Genuine. an adventure. <laughs> yeah. Listen, while my, while I, contributing I while giving back to the community and the society. So, uh, yeah, it would be lovely to travel there. No, but listen, I mean, it's like there's some people and uh, they say that and then I know where they're at and where they're not at. And I say, <laughs> yeah, let's see how it goes. You know, whereas Certainly. with you, I mean it, you yeah. know, genuinely, if you decide, hey, well, I'm I've got two weeks free in July. Keelan, have you got something going on? Because even if I don't, I might go, hey, that's a good two weeks. Yeah, let's book. Meet you in Germany and we'll fly from Germany to Johannesburg together. You know, genuinely, I am that kind of a man. So, it, if I set my mind, it's done. I'm I'm applying for visa now. <laughs> yeah. You're, no, you're in you Africa. I have a US visa. I don't know if it is uh, valid. I don't think it is valid for the European nations. 
so it is no, uh, it is valid no. for some 40 countries but not in europe so i'll have to apply for the visa and uh, for africa as well might as well do that yeah yeah well Let's look see. apply for the africa visa apply for one to ireland come over here first um you know yep. and and do two weeks here with me i'll set up a particular mountaineering trail i've got a camper van as well uh, oh great and and I've got two other cars. You can borrow one of them if you want to take a couple of days by yourself and go and check out some things. And I mean that. Okay. Done. Okay. Listen. Appreciate your time. And if you could put this Pleasure. up on Google Drive and send me the link so I can download it and do a bit of editing, I'd appreciate that. Done. Done. All right. Thank so you I can, so much. I can stop recording now and uh, yeah, save yeah, it. Yeah. 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 All right. Cheers then. Would you like knowledge to develop an overall healthier version of you? Check out our new Health and Wellbeing Lifestyle Accelerator course, which includes focus on digestive health, increasing energy levels and vitality, and a movement plan which gives you the exercise you need without going to the gym. This course is especially suitable if you feel intimidated or overwhelmed by strict diets, limiting your options, or sticking to workout regimes. Do you not know how to shop healthily? Do you not understand food labels? Do you not feel confident cooking? Do you not have time or interest in the gym? Do you work or study in an environment and spend more than 45 minutes in a sedentary position? We can offer solutions for you by KISS, keep it simple, stupid, and teach you some easy secrets to shopping. Super impressive, fast and easy meal prep. Incidental exercise strategies. So you learn how to move in more efficient ways that act as exercise throughout your daily life. In-depth lifestyle analysis to identify underlying cause and effect issues. This is a one-to-one -one health awareness course which offers suggested tools and information to develop the best version of you. As we focus on digestive health and incidental exercise awareness, the transformation takes place from the inside and is therefore long-lasting. No two people are the same, and that is why this offer is tailored for individuals. Similarly, referring to that expression that one hat does not fit all. The price, if you sign up now for your consultation, is you get it all for free. That's right, your investment today is free. Now, we may be crazy, but we're certainly not stupid. It may come as a surprise, but there is a sneaky ulterior motive for making this offer. As you probably guessed, we're not getting rich from giving away our best stuff for free, so our sincere hope is you love what you get from your consultation and choose to stay and sign on for the full four-week course. If you do, great. If not, that's okay too. To get started and find out, click the link below to book your slot today.